0: And welcome to the BAHS Pulse Podcast. I'm your host for today, Greg Spencer, alongside Jack Harjo. Jack, how's it going? It's going pretty good, Mr. Spencer. How are you? Doing great. And today we're going to talk all things show choir. We have the director of choir choral activity. Excuse me. I almost messed it up there. Justin Rosser. Justin, how's it going? I'm, I'm doing great. How are you? Doing great. And know Yeah, we do now. We're all doing great. And we have Mikayla Chavez, a senior show choir student, Correct. Correct. Let's get rolling on here, and we are going to talk all things show choir. It's been a big year for you guys. You accomplished a lot, uh, especially coming off these last two years. Like everybody's been affected by COVID in a lot of ways, but a lot of our you know competitions and and, and arts and, and all those things have really been affected. Justin, let me start out with you and and talk a little bit about. How rewarding has this year been after what you guys went through the last couple of years?
1: Well, I I know Michaela will back me up on this. Last year was a struggle with wearing masks and not getting to travel and compete and see our friends from across the country that we've made over the years. It was it was really hard. And so with getting to go places this year and including New York was very rewarding. The kids worked really hard and and um you know, when we went to Kansas City and to Dallas and Brought home some grand championship trophies. I'm sure that felt really good, too. So it was nice to get things going back in the normal way that we do things. So, yeah.
0: So, Makayla, touch on that as well. And, you know, in terms of you being, what was it like to finally, as a senior, be like, all right, let's take a deep breath and let's go out and compete?
2: Well, yeah, because um, joining Tiger Rhythm my sophomore year, it was It was amazing. It was like all the things, all my hard work from starting in seventh grade has built up and it was rewarding to finally let that out and be with the big dogs, you know, and then my junior year kind of just came and crashed down. It was just like it was sad that there wasn't really like competing. We didn't get to show off all the hard work that we still you know, we still came in for every morning rehearsal and worked our butts off you know from the start so um it was just nice my senior year finally showing and proving to all the other show choirs out there that you know we still do got it we still have worked hard and continuing and will continue to do, to do
0: what, what was your kind of defining moment of the year what was the the moment that you you looked out from on stage and was like yes finally
2: it was our it was our first performance at the PAC Um, it was the first time we got to show off our hard work in a while, um, in front of the audience, our peers, um, Jinx, um, (laughs) we got to show off in front of our parents and make them proud. Um, I know my mother loved seeing me on stage again and I liked, I also liked the feeling that I had with my other show choir members, members at the time, you know, it it was amazing.
3: (laughs) All right, so in terms of competitions, we've talked a little about, like, that's what you say some of your highlights are. What are the competitions look like for new students or, you know, people coming to compete? Like, what does that look like?
2: Um, competitions, we go to about three or four um, during the year. They usually start end of January or beginning of February and go till about the uh, mid-March. We went to California, I know my first year, Iowa, Um, this year we went to, um, we went to New York city. It was really, really fun. Um, and Joplin, Missouri and Texas, so.
0: Joplin, Missouri, New York, which was your favorite? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I say that as somebody from Miami, Oklahoma. So I spent a lot of time growing up in Joplin, Missouri. So Joplin School, I yeah, like Joplin. Yeah, it's not a bad town. Yeah.
2: It's uh, really homey, though. Yeah. Like, they're like our neighbors. So, And I ha- actually met one of my best friends down there at the time, and I'm still friends with the day. You got a Missouri day, Southern so. sweatshirt
1: on right now, uh, yeah. as we speak. Yes. And I'm going to add to what the competitions can look like. It's a pretty intense day with anywhere from. You know, six or seven schools all the way up to 13 or 14 schools with competing groups. So you meet kids from all over, depending on where you go to compete. There can be kids from multiple states at a venue, and there's just hundreds and hundreds of people that are there for the same reason, which is to perform, compete. It's it's pretty fun.
0: To, let's go back a little bit. We talked about New York. What what was that like, Justin? I'm assuming that was not your first time to New York City, but M- <laughs> Mikaela, I'm imagining it was yours, maybe? Yes,
2: it was my first time at New York City. It was very huge. Um, I loved walking down Times Square. I got actually my... Composed on Times Square. So that was kind <laughs> That's of fun, That's pretty cool. Actually. Yeah. yeah, we got to um, see the Statue of Liberty on a dinner cruise ship and we got to dance. It was really fun. It was like our own little dance stage while also going outside and looking at the amazing view from all of the buildings and seeing the lights. It was very scen- scenic. So, I
0: it. Justin, how did this trip come about and how long was it
1: in the works? Well, because COVID decimated our year, I thought, well, I've got to excite kids to come back to be in show choir. And I've said, let's go to New York. And to know that, um, I'm giving kids an opportunity of a lifetime that will last in their memories forever was really special. And it can also be a little nerve wracking because you want to make things just so perfect, you know, taking, I was worried about taking them to the museum of modern art thinking, well, are they really going to enjoy it? But <laughs> it was amazing. They got yeah. to see starry night by Vincent van Gogh, you know, and some Picasso paintings that they'll never get that opportunity. So that was pretty amazing. Taking him to a Broadway show was pretty great too. That the Lion was King was... So- is- a lot of fun and just knowing that they were worn out but their eyes were wide open the whole time enjoying every bit of it that felt pretty cool
0: yeah new york new york's pretty ma- have you ever been in new york before jack mm, no i've always wanted to go though i'm the only family
3: my or only person in my family who hasn't been yet
0: your younger brother has been or he went yeah, yeah with yeah, Showcar. that's york. right you told yes. you did tell me that yeah that's you know uh, new york's pretty amazing and, and for most you know, kids from Broken Arrow, Oklahoma, it's going to be a little bit of a culture shock. Yes. <laughs> um, did you guys get to compete there too? Or were you just in kind of talk, talk a little bit about that yes, side we of it. Did.
2: We actually did compete um, at the Heart of America competition. It was in our hotel that we were staying at, which is also a plus because we didn't have to wake up, you know, as early as we usually would, you know, at normal competitions because the competition was literally like right downstairs or yeah, so <laughs> it was a very, um, It was just nice. Um, There was, like, a lot of people. It was nice seeing, like, all these different show choirs. Like, I was over here fangirling about, like, John Burroughs. Obviously, all of their different costumes and seeing them. um, Because I was in the same room as them. I was like, oh, my gosh, John Burroughs. They're really amazing. And where are they from? Mm -hmm. Burbank, California. Burbank, yeah. Wow. So
0: So there there was probably, like... uh, how many schools were represented from from different states? Uh,
1: Mississippi, Ohio, Oklahoma, and California. This wasn't yeah. a really large competition, but I will say the groups that were there, and especially with it being so late in the season, mid-March is kind of when show choirs wrapping up, except California it's getting, yeah, started, then. getting started. But you know, th- everybody's been working on their show for many, many months. So they're all really super prepared and and they do a nice job. So we uh, even though it wasn't a tremendously large competition, we were with some really amazing schools and it was fun for the kids to get to see a California show choir. Um, (laughs) it was, it's pretty spectacular. So watching them watch that was pretty fun. So I was just wondering,
3: are your competitions always like pre-planned out? Like, and I don't mean like ahead of time, like this is where we're going to see, I mean, like, is it always like, we're going to New York, we're going to Texas or are there other places you
1: go? Like We've been to Minnesota, Mississippi, Iowa, Nebraska, South Dakota, Texas, California, New York. Um, And I'm hoping next year, say it again, in Kansas. Yeah. And I'm hoping next year in Missouri, I'm hoping next year to kind of get back to Iowa and more of the Midwest. That's kind of where the show choir world began. Mm -hmm. And then some, yeah. Why is that? I think it was just started by a group of people in Indiana, Ohio area. And then as it grew, some of their really talented students moved off to the south or moved out to California, and it's they've grown it there too. So it's just kind of this thing that's popping up everywhere. E- even in Oklahoma, there's just two schools that kind of do what we do with show choir. The rest of them that have show choirs in the state don't. Who's really the other one? Jinx. 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 Yeah, they're very good. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. And um, it's nice to have a, a a friend in the area that does what it we is. do. Since
2: They're nice and close. Like I know, like. I have my peers. They're like, they're like second peers. You know what I'm saying? So like, I can like, my brother goes to Jinx. So sometimes I can like go to Jinx and I can say, hi, I meet them. I go and see them at all state, you know? So
0: talking about all, all the travel that you guys do, I'm guessing you probably have a pretty good group of parents that are involved. Do you guys have like an official booster
1: club and how does that work? We do have an official booster club and parents that want to get involved. We have plenty of opportunities for them to serve, to get to know our, our board members so that Maybe in years to come, they'll become board members too. Um, All of our concert and events and um, the fun things that we do, we have those parents working and getting to know each other and working with the kids. It's important if we're going to travel together that, you know, they spend time getting to know the kids so that when we're in New York, they can be like, hey, I need you to do this. And it's not a big deal.
0: Yeah, I think it was actually Makayla that, and when we were interviewing for the video the other day, that talked about how often she would come off stage and get hugs from other parents and stuff and, and how special that was.
1: It's a it's a pretty family-oriented group. We spend so much time together right from the beginning of school all the way through yes. our competitive season that, I mean, I, I probably see these students more than they see their parents sometimes. This is true.
2: <laughs> yes.
1: So you bring the parents along with you, but
3: isn't it true that you also bring away all your stage setup and even your band? Like, I've watched some of y'all
1: competition, and I think my brother mentioned them. Is that true? Oh, yeah. Whenever we compete, we take the um, –
2: Trailer crew.
1: And- the trailer crew and all of our sets and, and props and things. And we have the best band in the country, and they, they um, actually accompany us when we compete. So it's really nice. It's a, it's an interdepartment kind of production, and it's it's great to work with those kids.
0: Who from our, our music staff is is in charge of the, the band that you guys play
1: with? Dr. Pence prepares them, and she gets them in a really great position and hands them over to me. And then I conduct for... All of our competitive um, groups for Let's Tiger Momentum at the Freshman Academy, uh, Mystique and Rhythm here at the high school, and they're a lot of fun and super talented.
3: So, for new students who are getting into the training, or not, sorry, for new students who are getting into show choir, what does training or, like, the extracurricular
1: extracurricular practices look it's a tough like... tough word. <laughs> it's a, yeah. You want to take that?
2: Uh, so, um... <laughs> into the mic that. yes
0: yeah um, just talk a little bit about just like what is the grind like you know it's like any anything with any sport yeah. with the pride whoever it is there's there's a grind of practices yes. and what's the schedule look like for you guys okay,
2: so we have practice at 6 40 a.m you know every single uh That's day of the tiger week. rhythm yes tiger rhythm does at 6 40 a.m and then tiger mystique is at two, after school till yeah, like, yeah after school till 3 30 So, um, yeah, we have that. And then we'll have like little clinics. We'll have like two at the beginning of the year, two at the beginning of the year. And they'll go from after school till about like nine o'clock for about a week. And then, um, we'll have like one little last kind of cleanup, um, clinic right before competition, like a week or two before competition. We'll get that fixed up and that'll go for about the same time.
1: Sometimes we have, um, events that happen on the weekend, like for all state competitions. It's not really, show choir related but it is choir related so there are things that we do throughout the year other than show choir but as far as the training i mean it's a it's a it's it's pretty rigorous i mean the choreography we do is um done by a national level choreographer and it it takes a long time to get that clean but i would say this it is worth it and i would say this to anybody that's interested if you think you would be interested come audition because we take a wide variety from students who are really talented and come at this really easy. Maybe they've taken dance or cheerleading a lot and they know how to move in choreographed ways. And we also take students who are just learning. So it's it's really a lot of fun. And we can take you from to where you think, oh, I may not be so great to you're going to be awesome by the time we compete. I mean, we work on this for four months before we ever take it out. Mm-hmm. And vocally, you know, the I, I have had a wide range of students come to the program. And <laughs> yes. We're going to get you where you need to be. So if you're interested in traveling and competing and, and hanging out with cool people, then you should come be a part of show choir.
2: I Rosser. He can, he can do miracles. That's, <laughs> it's amazing.
1: So do you all have any other specialists you work with? If you work with a choreographer and uh, you yourself, do you guys work with anyone else that helps teach the students? We do bring in some clinicians from time to time, national level um, music educators that really know what they're doing. I'll bring them in and let them work with the kids um, for a couple of nights a week. And um, we didn't get to do that this year so much.
2: I mean, yeah, 2020 year, we had like a couple of people, like one lady one time came and worked on our just acting for like the whole time, which actually really helped us, you know, relate to the story, like telling it. Um, We had people help with just singing, you know, and just like narrowing down those like aspects um, that create show choir.
0: Talk a little bit about the rest of your staff. I know you have some, some other key
1: full-time contributors and talk about their roles within the department. Um, April Martin is our collaborative, collaborative pianist and she is the heart and soul of our program. She's such an amazing, talented person. She um, not only does she play her musicality is really amazing and and she loves the kids and the kids love her. They have a great relationship We also have Emma Kentrell. She's the associate director. And it's crazy for me because she was a former student when I first started teaching at the high school. So it's kind of cool to come full circle with her and have her be a colleague. Heather Corbett teaches at the Freshman Academy and she's been in the district for many, many years. And of course, we have five middle school directors that are awesome. And every single middle school has a show choir. So we're preparing students to be a part of these ensembles from sixth grade. So
3: you mentioned a little bit of acting and like getting into the persona that you're representing but i also really wanted to ask like where do you guys come up with the development for that like especially i watched y'all's new york performance and there was this whole story there and i just was really interested in like how did y'all come up with that like where was the influence and like where y'all developed that story from
1: well hannah johnson teaches at oliver middle school and that's kind of her forte is to dream up shows and plan a design. Um, In 2020, I said, let's talk about the show. And we had actually planned to do this show last year, but we decided since we're not going to be able to go anywhere,
2: we're going to save it.
1: (laughs) And, you know, we just kept tossing around ideas. And and I just said, let's just not be beat around the bush. Let's just say, I don't like it and move on. Don't spend time trying to develop something that one of us doesn't like. So we just kept throwing it back and forth, back and forth. And I said, "Uh, what about, something by Shakespeare. And she said, that's intriguing. And so we went down this month or two long process of talking about what part of a Shakespeare play we'd want to, you know, bring to life in a show quartet. and then there's the aspect of picking music and she has such a wide variety in taste and taste in music that it's easy to pick with her. So that's how that kind of happens.
2: Yeah. And so like in the story, when we're um, what's helping us relate to the story is what we do we Rosser has us create characters for ourselves that will help us become more related to the story that we're telling um so like I created my for example my character's name was Violet and I just um we create a background um a whole a whole like biography basically just about our character to um help us be more close to the story so
0: Give us the Cliff's Notes version of kind of what this the rundown of what this year's show was like in terms of the storyline, the mu the music especially. Let the let the people know that are interested what what were all the songs that you guys sang. You want to do
1: that? <laughs> okay. So the story I'll I'll talk about the storyline. You talk about the songs. Okay. So the storyline basically, and we took a lot of artistic liberty liberty with this, but it was basically um, the garden scene from a Midsummer Night's Dream, and it's when um, two people who are in love are um uh Separate? put under a spell yeah. basically and they they fall in love with the next person they see and so in our show um we had a love interest and then also we had half the choir divided in, in colors by green and purple so they were together with their
3: colors. you know
1: their color and then they went under the spell and went with the other colors so it was this whole process of being under the spell, and then coming up out of the spell saying, wait, I don't know where I am. What, what's going on? Who am I with? And there was this confusion time, and by the end of it, they get back with the people that they start the show with, and there's a, a moment of recognition. Hey, this wasn't this wasn't right. This wasn't what I wanted to do, and then we overcame it together and ended in a, in a happy way. You want to talk about the songs?
2: Yeah, so first of all, we had our first song, which was Monkey Ba." Um, we came out as the scenic it was supposed to be more of like um, a club party type of vibe um very fun and upbeat and then
1: um oh by the way it was set in 1930s new orleans
2: yes correct yeah 1930s so then we moved on to tearing me up um tearing me up was it was very uh, don't know how to use the word for this
1: this is when one of the uh, one of the characters did not get put under the spell. And so he's witnessing
2: everything happening his, right in front his, of
1: him. Yeah, his love interest not recognizing him and he, it was tearing him up. So that was Yeah.
2: So basically, yeah, it's like he was seeing her completely fall in love with someone else. And he's like, What's happening? You know, like why is she why is she falling in love with someone else and not me? So um that was happening. And so then it moves on to song number three, which was Slow Train. Um that's when we're all like kind of like looking out and like, like, what's what's happening now? Like, wh- what what were we doing? And then after slow train, we're like, you know, we're like shaking it off mid-process, shaking off that spell to go into deja vu.
0: I thought you were gonna say you went in to shake it off. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so then uh, That would have go- <laughs> been two on the nose. <laughs> we go into um we go into deja vu and Deja
1: Vu was – Deja Vu by – Beyonce. That's that's where Makayla had her solo too. Yes, I did have the solo. Deja Vu is – It's where the the people start to realize, wait a minute. I've been under the spell. Something feels familiar. Something feels odd. I'm having Deja Vu from before they were under the spell. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and so, like, there's, like, different parts where Lexi throws in the choreography that kind of, like, helps, like, visualize that. So, like, there's, like, certain moves where I'll, like, go back to my first love entrance, and then I'll go back to the one that I was under the spell, you know, with. So, it's like like a tug-of-war type of feeling in Deja Vu. And then after Deja Vu, we have our ballad. And um, in the ballad is when... Actually, at the end of Deja Vu, Joey t- Joey was her love <laughs> Joey was my love interest, and he actually taps me and helps me rele- getting released from the spell. So now I am back in real life, in real life with him, um, and I'm aware what I did. So then it goes into into the ballad, and that's when I
1: well, the song <laughs> is called Dancing After Death, and there's a couple of lines in it that said, you know, are are we are we fooling ourselves? Should we do this? or are we just are we just wasting each other's time.
2: Yeah. So um, in, yeah, in dancing. Should we get back together? Yeah, it's very much, we're trying to.
1: Reconcile the. the yeah, thing we're like
2: reconciling all the distress that happened from the beginning and, you know, just trying to heal and love on each other and fix everything that was, you know, broken at the time.
1: And that's where we actually took some of the prose or poetry from A Midsummer Night's Dream and incorporated it into the song. That's pretty cool.
2: Yes. And then then it goes into our closer, our sixth song. And then we had talked about, basically in Remind Me, we're saying, you know, we're celebrating and everything's back to the way it was. Everybody, all the colors, you know, it shows, visualized, that all the colors are back to each other's original colors.
1: And Remind Me says, you know, remind me of what I've been missing. And it was you. I mean, it was your partner that you were missing, so pretty fun so are you guys already
0: at work i know like you know the pride when they're doing you know this is the time of year when they're developing their their show for nationals is it the same same thing for you guys
1: oh yeah Yeah. it doesn't stop
3: (laughs) so you said that early like concept development starts very early on and you're already like have a like you know you're already started but where does the music come along? Like when did you start connecting the music and how did you come across with
1: deciding where the music's going to align with it? It takes a lot of listening to a lot of music and it helps when you have someone like Hannah Johnson from Oliver middle school, who is um, very well versed in a ton of music because she has a, you know, a huge library of music that she can pull from and, You know, it's a lot of time spent with Spotify and Apple music and, and, um, YouTube, just really spending hours and hours and hours listening to music. And sometimes if, if it's a genre that's, you know, specific to your show that can become easier, but a lot of times it's just weeks and weeks and weeks of listening to to music.
0: Makai love the six songs you guys did this year. How many of them did you know ahead of time? (laughs)
2: <laughs> that's funny because i only knew one which was deja vu by yeah. beyonce She's curious yes <laughs> she's my jam you know she's like the type <laughs> of music B. that i yeah it's the type of music that i majority my, my main lane listen to was you know?
0: was there a couple songs or a song in particular that you really from this that you didn't know before maybe you went on to to discover more from that artist is that something that happens um, a lot
2: I haven't but I mean I mean yes that I do sometimes um my 2020 year like I still listen to like songs like from that from that time period but um obviously like this year like there was a song um our second song tearing me up like I would have never thought like it had a good beat to it but like I it, it was not a song that I thought I was going to listen to like mainly and now like I still have it on repeat in my car sometimes so Who was that? Yeah, by... Ooh. Mm-hmm.
0: Must have not been that good.
2: <laughs> it, it's, it's just a song. <laughs> so
0: All right, Jack, you got any final questions before we get into the rapid fire
3: section? What are any last messages Mr. Ross would like to give to students who might be <gasps> seniors who are leaving high school and going on to bigger things that they you want them to take away from this? Or maybe students who are just coming in that, you know, you want them to know ahead of time so that when they're going into it, they have this in mind.
1: Ooh, that's, that's a lot yeah, sorry. Um, to my kids that are, that are leaving.
3: Two part question.
1: Um, I just want to say thank you for all the dedication and hard work and time and, and you know, blood, sweat and tears that we did. It was, it was a lot of work and, um,
0: yeah, especially these last, yeah, totally, totally understandable.
1: Um, <clears throat> I just, you have a special place in my heart and I will never forget you and you'll never forget me and. I'm just so appreciative of your hard work and I hope you had fun and I hope going forward, you take a love of music and singing into the rest of your life. That would make me a happy man. So there's that, (laughs) um, to those that are coming in, buckle up. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's a lot of work, but it will last. These memories will last your entire life. And, um, something that is really great about show choir is it is so diverse. The people that come into that room, are from all walks of life and all different social groups at this school. And um, they're all welcome and they all become a family unit. So if you're looking for a place to belong and a place to really grow and meet cool people, it's, it's show choir.
2: Cause everyone will treat you like family. Like if you, even if you don't feel like you have a family, like, you know, or a good family life at home, you know, you will feel loved no matter what in show choir and everyone Everyone, there's not a person that goes unloved in there. So.
0: And, I'll, and I'll say this. I've been here for eight years now in Broken Arrow. And so I've been able to, you know, and, and I kind of knew who you were before I came. But, you know, I, I know that your program has just continued to grow and grow. And one of the things that I can vouch for um, is is the family aspect of it. Because we, we often will have three or four or five kids that are in show choir that also are part of the Air Vision program. And you really are like a dad to a lot of them yeah. and, and the whole group and and just like your parents, you're gonna have good days and bad days and the parents are gonna be hard on you. And you know, you may have even had a I may even overheard a person or two get mad at you one day. Mm, but <laughs> but they but me. they never they never they it was always we love Mr. Rosser and we we know, he wants you know, the best. Yeah, and then they totally I any kid I've ever talked to, they totally they t- totally knew that. So that's I think that's you know, one of the things that I, when I first came here, I was just like, man, there's so many good, you know, especially in the fine arts elective programs. And, and that was, you know, modeling kind of trying to build what we built, uh, after what all you guys do. And, you know, I'm just always every year, just more and more impressed by what, what all you guys do.
1: Well, thank you. And, you know, I want to, I want to back that up and say, I know I can be tough, but like McCalla said it's because I want the best.
0: Well, I mean it's the same I mean you're the coach. You know, right. you it's, it's no different than than I a coach of right. any sports <laughs> and, and that's exactly it's a competition. It's it's a fine arts competition and you got to be tough on kids sometimes. So it's totally that's that's what it's that's part of it. I agree. All right, so let's finish this off with some fun rapid fire questions. Oh and this is for both of you. We'll we'll start with Michaela first and then Justin you can jump in there. Biggest musical influence. It doesn't have to just purely be in terms of uh, for show choir, but just in your life, who is your favorite Rother. artist or, or biggest? you know, you first. Rosser. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> no, like I mean like a like an artist, like who who, who um, do you lo- love listening to?
2: Um Listening to, I love listening to uh, probably SZA. John? Wow, um,
1: I really like a lot of the pop music from the nineteen sixties. My parents brought me up on the oldies. One that was the oldies, of a kid. <laughs> yeah, now to these kids, like the
0: nineties is oldies, right? Yeah, oh my
1: God. <laughs> yeah. but I, I like that kind of stuff.
0: If you could go to one concert, if you could see one artist in concert, who would it be? You, you've got one chance. This is the last concert you will ever see in your entire life. Who is it? They have to be alive.
2: I think for me it would be it, it'd be Beyonce because she just gives it her all in all that concert. I've seen of, Beyonce; you know, she
0: flew right she, over my head.
2: Exactly, like she puts every <laughs> single inch of you know all of her energy in that crowd. So.
0: A lot of costume changes. I might too. have to agree, Beyonce yeah. or or. And neither one of you have seen it. So I'm the only, oh, no. yeah, there you go. I have not. <laughs> no, but, so I saw Beyonce about, mm, I think it was right before my kids were born. So it was almost <laughs> about 10 years ago and uh, it was in Oklahoma city and literally, so she had two, she had a circle, circular stage on the back end of the arena. And so it was late in the show and I, she went away for a little bit to to go on a costume change, and there's smoke, and there's music, and dancers are starting to come out. And all of a, and I have this video. It's it's I'll I'll find it, I'll try. Um, And all of a sudden, she just like ascends from the heavens, and she flew. She was like ten feet over my head. It was pretty amazing.
2: <laughs>
1: she's amazing. She's pretty cool. Uh, it-
2: all
0: right, Uh, right, let's see. Favorite restaurant in the Tulsa area. If you're what, where are you going for prom? Do you, do you get any input on your prom?
2: I have no idea where I'm going, but my favorite food, to, I don't know, see, my favorite food is seafood, and I think I'm going to go eat at either Blue Coast or Craving Crab, whichever one, but, like, for prom, I don't think I can do that, because I'm going to get it all over my dress. <laughs> that is, that crab oil yeah. juice mm-hmm. is hard to get out the dress, so I don't...
1: Yeah, I like, to. I like Billy Barbecue, and I like um, Los Cabos right down the street. Oh, can't go wrong
0: there. Never
3: had Los Cabos. Never what? had Los Never. Cabos? no. It's really good. You're missing out. I've heard it so many times, just never gone around to it. All right. Uh,
0: this this question's for Jack because he oh. works at the Warren Theater. Big movies coming out. Are you going to the movie theater or staying home and watching it at home?
3: Oh, me personally. Oh, I'm definitely. Well, going. I know what I mean. your answer is. I just mean it's yeah. like a shout out to you. That <laughs> the questions for the. You know? yeah, I was like, <laughs>
2: "Are we going? Wait, yeah. We going well,
3: to- if if
0: the the next Marvel movie or something that you really want to see, are you going to make sure that you go see it in a theater? Or are you going to? And these days, a lot of them are just coming out simultaneously at home via HBO Max and different
1: things. I think so. I'm going to go
2: see it in Still the movie theater. Them, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I like that movie theater experience.
1: It's nice to sit at home too, and like you know, yeah. be with your animals and pets and families and friends, but. There's nothing like going to the movie Exactly. Theater. I mean, fun. you have
2: that on Netflix. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, we have that kind of feel on Netflix and sitting down, like, right there rather than going out and go and get that homemade nice little popcorn. Yeah, story. I mean,
0: there, there's some movies, you know, and we've, we've kind of got this big divide these days because more and more things, there's so many. You got, like, 10 streaming networks and all these different shows, a lot of things that used to be movies. 10, 20 years ago are now just really good, you know, limited series or dramatic series. So now it's like the, you know, you know this from yeah. firsthand. I mean, it's, there's a lot of movies still coming out, but there's less and it's more about the big, you know, it's yeah, franchises.
3: They're basically oversaturizing the current, like what we have in movies, because it's only thing that they're able to make. And even now, I mean, that's slowly fading away, like Marvel, like big time blockbusters. It's Starting to do more and more like originally, like Marvel TV shows like Daredevil and stuff like on Netflix. That yeah, was one now thing. they're
0: all Disney Plus and have stars exactly. in them. And well, yeah, so it's my crazy. sound system
1: at home is not as good as the theater, so <laughs> I want that experience.
0: I actually, funny story so you know, and some of this is was was heading this way pre pandemic, but a lot of it's changed, you know, with the theater shutdown. But the first thing that we did in that that first shutdown. And I may or may not have used my first stimulus check to turn my garage into a home theater. So <laughs> <laughs> I no longer have a garage, but I do have a man cave now. That's awesome. Uh, all right, a couple more questions. Piggybacking off this, what is your favorite binge worthy TV show that you've watched lately?
2: I mean, I'm old style, but uh, it's not old style, actually. But, like, people might think it's a little outdated. I'm watching The Walking Dead all over again on Netflix. I just love zombie apocalypse movies. <laughs> it's just there's something about them.
1: Mr. Rosser? I, I I love Stranger Things and Better Call Saul. Oh, yeah, and that
3: starts back this week, right? Exactly. Yeah, Better Call Saul's great.
1: I just started Breaking Bad. Isn't that supposed to be,
3: like, connected or mm-hmm. something?
0: Yes, you'll, you'll figure that eventually. Right. It, you won't really get the connection <laughs> until about, what, season two or three? But okay. Yeah, um, best vacation you've ever been on, excluding your New York trip. Maybe since we've already talked about that.
1: <laughs> uh, when I was in college, I got to go to London with my university, and that was pretty amazing. Culturally, everything. Else. Yeah, I've
0: always that's that's one place I've always wanted to go that I haven't.
2: Um. I, I don't usually travel, like, I mean, besides my, not my normal, like, home where I was born in, in Arizona. But, like, um, I went one time to Disney World. You know, I went to Disney World with my cousin in Florida, and I stayed at her house. It was pretty nice.
0: Nice. All right, let's wrap this up for today. And, Justin, why don't you give us the information for tryouts? So, it's coming up. We need everybody to know what's going
1: on. Let's, let's hear those details. Okay, the auditions are May 9th through the 12th. Right after school till about six o'clock every day, they're going to be, we're going to teach you some choreography in the student union. You'll come and sing for uh, me and the other directors. No pressure. We just want you to sing like the first verse of my country, Tis of thee. And um, applications can be picked up in the choir room. I'm going to print some out here in the next day or two to take to the student union so you can find them there too. There's also an information sheet with everything you need to know. Um, So yeah, May 9th through the 12th, right after school till about six each day sing my country tis of thee and wear something comfortable to dance in so that we can teach you that choreography.
0: Kyla, any final thoughts on somebody that's listening to this, that's on the fence about trying out?
2: You know, I say do it obviously. And it's not biased because you're literally going to have the time of your life. It's going to be hard work. Nothing is easy in life. You know, nothing comes easy in life, but it's up to you. Um,
1: whether you want to do it or not.
2: It's up to you, you, have you your whether own you want will. to do it or not. Um, I mean,
1: I, I always say you can sit around on your couch and, and and be lame and be boring, or you can come be a part of something really amazing that's going to make memories that last for the rest of your life and meet people that you will be friends with forever. Yeah, yeah and that,
0: that's the thing about this school. There's there's a lot of good opportunities for kids, and there's a lot of kids that don't take advantage of those opportunities. You know, we got 3,600-plus kids or whatever, and— And I would say probably less than half of them are a part of a program. And so we want to continue to encourage kids, like, realize the things, the opportunities that you have in fine arts around the school and how much better they are than, than anywhere else around here in the state. Uh, You know, go be a part of something, you know, and this is a chance to be a part of something special. So that's all the time we have for this episode. We'd like to thank Justin Rosser and Michaela Chavez for joining us, excuse me, Chavez for joining us here on the BAHS Pulse podcast. I am Greg Spencer for Jack Harjo, and we will see you next time. (laughs)